Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to the Sports Centre Show here on Scarif Bay Community Radio on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM in association with our Credit Union. And on today's show, as always, it's going to be uh, hurling and, and a small bit of camogie as we look forward to the next round of the, the Munster Championship and the Munster Hurling Championships. And we're joined here in studio, as always, by Co- with co-presenter uh, Pat McNamara. And our guest in studio today is current a member of the Clare Camogie Senior and Junior Management. Uh, it's Brendan Foley, a regular analyst here with us on Scarab Bay Community Radio. Pat, you're welcome. Thank you, Leo. Brendan Falter. Thanks, Leo. Pat, before we delve into the the, the, the GA and the Camogie itself, um, a sad week um, around in the sporting community. Very, very sad week. Uh, exactly, Leo. Uh, I suppose we start off with... Uh, the death of a young Kate, Kate Moran down in, in um, from Ethan, from Manavia, I suppose she's from, playing against Adrahan there for Ethan Roy. Uh, the most horrible thing anyone could imagine as a, as, a, as a parent or as a sister or a sibling or a, or a friend or whatever, you know, a young girl playing the game she loves and uh, a freak accident and uh, loses her life. So I think everybody's hearts has gone out to them all week and... Um, you know, it's something you just can't imagine, the, the sorrow and the the... the, the devastation of it and uh, I'm sure it'll take a long long time to recover for everybody in the Galway Camogie uh, community and indeed Athen Roy in Manavé area as well and uh, all we do is send our, send our condolences and we hope that maybe you know all the good memories of her playing and winning all Ireland's under 16s or that kind of thing maybe will be a little help and the memories of her will keep them you know to cheer them up as time goes on but uh, it's a very very tough one indeed yeah, and we I echo your sentiments there uh, by sending our sympathies to all the Moran family and, you know, a proud family steeped in the tradition of GA hurling and Camogie, your father actually played senior for Galway and won all Ireland clubs with, 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 with Ethan Rice. So, you know, our deepest sympathies go to all. And uh, then more locally, of course, we've had the, yeah. the death of Anne, Anne O'Connell, uh, formerly, of course, Anne Nelson of Fecal and the Nelsons, as we know, uh, married to Brian O'Connell, of course, of, of, formerly, of Aero, Aero Hurler as well. Um, the Nelsons, of course, steeped in, in fecal hurling and camogie tradition. And uh, Anne went through a, you know, a, a, tough, a tough time with illness and she bore it really bravely. And she was, you know, kept up her, her spirits to the very end and fought, fought a really hard fight. So very, very sad. Too young, too young altogether to be gone. Anne is, you know, in her, in her mid-50s there. And uh, a twin, of course, of Tony, who had a hurled quarterback for fecal. And Raymond, of course, who often joins us here in analysis as well. So uh, sad, sad day. And... Uh, you know, we just offer our condolences to the Nelson family and to Brian O'Connell and, and, and the children and everybody involved. And, you know, as, as I said, um, a, a hard day or a hard week for everybody involved in, in, in sport in, in East Clare and South Galway. And uh, we just wish them well. And as it's in our condolences and uh, hope they hope they'll be able to, to cope as time goes on. Yeah. And also there has been a sad passing of a, a young man in, in Bodike with right. the, the death of uh, Seamus Healy, um, you know, Seamus who was domiciled in Wales for a, a long number of years but played underage hurling uh, for Bodike and uh, played in a good few finals uh, for Bodike and also played in a Munster B College's final in goals for Scariff Community College where they were defeated by the, the Comp and Shannon when, when Clare underage hurling uh, was going strong and you know to all the, the, the Healy family in Bodike we extend our, our, our deepest sympathies as well Indeed Now if we move on from you know the sad, the sad, sad times and Look at sport. He's a he's a great healer, and as I said, we're joined in studio by uh, our regular one of our regular is Mr. Brendan Foley, who is now doubling up as a member of the Clare Junior and Senior Camogie Management. And Brendan, this weekend your Junior Camogies are out in the Munster Championship. You might give us an update on how the 
the scene is going. Everything seems very, very positive at the moment. Yeah. Um, anyone passing the regs under hitting for Turles should call in at 12 o'clock to be great to get a, a, a good bit of support in there. were plenty of Pereira in the reg in the in the Munster Junior Championship. Um, training has gone well. Preparations have gone well. Uh, we've played a couple of challenges and uh, the, they've gone well. Um, there was a good good buzz in the camp. Uh, we had a good weekend uh, in Dublin, the training camp, and that went well for us. And uh, we we finished off there with a couple of challenges there, and we played Limerick there last weekend. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to the challenge. We know Tip are going to be strong. Um, you know, Tip Camogie is on an upward curve. You can see the way their seniors are going. So that automatically gives a lift into everything, like, you know. So we know the challenge we face, and uh, it'll be a tough challenge. We actually played them in a challenge there about five weeks ago, blowing me, and it was a cracking game, I think. I think there was only a pint or two between the two teams, and it was a very level, a very level game, and uh, very strong. Very strong the girl Dwyer, their centre back, she's very good, and there's a full forward. There's a very strong girl, uh, well able to play, and you know. So we have to come with our A game. Um, so please God, uh, you know, we can drive on and bring the positivity that has been there in the last couple of weeks in training and in the challenge matches, and bring it now to. To, to this match in the in the rag, um, you know, so to be nice to get off to a good start and a win and get into a monster final. Yeah, it, it all was well. And Brendan, you know, the amalgamation of the junior and senior teams, you know, definitely very positive. Seems to be working quite well. It is. It is indeed. Now, like you know, you can see the buzz that's in the camp. Like you know what I mean. Um, there's like you know, people are questioning. Oh, there's too many or this. Or you can never have enough in a field. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There, there's there's always, you know, some people say it, these things can, can won't work or whatever. It is really working well, and I think you know the, the amount of coaches that in there, like they're not listening to the same voice the whole time either. Like you know what I mean, which is good. John, Connor will take a session. Column in a John, you know everyone chips in. Eugene, they're all all do their bit. Like you know what I mean, and it's it's refreshing, I suppose, in a way when you even when you're when you're training because. Remember training yourselves as going back into the field and you're listening to the same voice there for the full hour. Mm. But everything is brought down into blocks and they'll move from one to the other. So there's a fresh voice the whole time in training. And uh, it is going well now, I must say. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's... Yeah, the, the word out is that there's a good professional approach from everybody involved, including management and all. And, and all you know, everything that possibly been done for the girls is being done. And, and the girls, are, in fairness, are responding well to that by all accounts. They are. They are now, in fairness. Like, you know, and even girls that's working away, they're working on their own programmes as well. Like, you know, mm. and they send it into the group, you know, um, to, into the, uh, into the, say, our, our, our strength and conditioning coach. He gets the programmes that they're doing. And, you know, some girls have come into the, to the fold again the last couple of weeks and, they're on different programmes again, like, you know, to, to get up to speed and the whole lot. So, yeah, it's very good, like, you know, they're well looked after um, and they're responding likewise, like, you know what I mean? And so it works both ways. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about it, Brendan. It's a two-way process and, you know, good to see that everybody is buying into it and, okay, you have the upper b- big match coming in a number of weeks, the Munster Championship, you know, and, of course, you've added bonus up 10 before the hurling matches uh, at this time. So, great, you know, promotion for Camogie as well. Ah, sure, look, um, I suppose it was crying out for really, wasn't it, for the promotion of Camogie in itself? Like, you know, um, it's. I think it was a great idea. You know, it was long overdue. Like, you know, um, I think we're meeting the winners of uh, Tip and Limerick before the Clare Cork game. So, like, you know, to play in Turles, mm. even to play in Cusie Park, 
you know, playing the Gaelic grounds, you played Limerick there in a couple of weeks in the Gaelic grounds. That's what the girls strive for. You know, that's what that's what the young fellas when we were hurling, we wanted to play in these pitches. That's what these girls want to play in their camogie careers as well. Get out there and express themselves and show them, and showcase their skills. And you know, it is great to do it in a big stage as well, like you know, and no bigger than a, a Munster semi final blow in in, in, in Turles and you know, please God the weather will be good because compared to the games we played in the league was either a wind or, or, or rain or whatever so like I suppose it's strange this time of year you're probably a couple of weeks too early as, as regards championship going but we don't care it's it's whatever it is it is but it is great and it's, it's great for even parents going to the matches Joy, you, you can go watch the match you can sit down you're not rushing here to go if you wanted to see the match it's, it's uh, the, the hurling itself like you know all GA people that are into sport that whether it is Holland or Camogie, they folly everything. And, you know, now here's the two games on the same venue in the whole lot. And please God, you know, we'll, we can get off to a winning start there as well. And Pat, credit to the GP as well. You know, the, the teams are having to amalgamate that long Camogie and the GA, you know. And, you know, the fruits of that amalgamation are beginning to bear fruit in a more than positive manner. Well, you see, it's becoming the normal speak now for everyone to take the whole GA as a, a one big family. And, you know... Everybody in everybody is involved under the one umbrella, from the point of view of pitches and uh, you know um, times of matches and and where you're going and what you're doing and and I suppose cooperation is the thing and the thing is GA sports are for men and women I know we always associate GA with hurling and men if you're a Clare man or East Clare man anyway but like nowadays women's participation in sport is a massive thing. And it's only right. And I think, you know, we ought to talk about this because if you brought it out to the health, the healthy side of it, I mean, the more people involved in sport, yeah. but I think it's brilliant that the Camogie so I think they're doing a massive 90-something percent in favour of, of coming under the, the, in with the GA umbrella and the, the ladies and uh, all of that. So that is the way to go. And I think, uh, I think the women's sport, Camogie will grow from that because they will, be better, they will get better venues and there's the scheduling of games that suit them better as well. And uh, with ladies football as well, I'm sure we're all talking together, sitting down together, planning together. That is the way to go. You know, you have less clashes and you have less silly things about me moving pitches at the last minute and all that kind of thing, which was a right horror for girls to put up with before. So, very positive. It should have been done fifty years ago, yeah. thirty years ago, but at least it's happening now. I think yeah. you touched, sorry, Leo. You, you touched on something there about the pitches. Yeah. And I think you know, I think what opened an awful lot of people's eyes was the the fixture between Slough Neil and um, Sarsfields. Bringing it to Wexford. Like in all fairness, it would be the last place in Ireland you'd actually think of bringing that match. Out to the southeast. Out to the southeast, like you know. So <laughs> yeah. I think I think that opened up an awful lot of people's eyes to see the difficulties that was there, you know. So, in fairness, they grabbed it and they've taken it, and long may continue. Look, at, and hopefully those days, you know, are long behind. And look, yeah. it's positive, and the only way is forward. And you know, great to see the girls getting the chance to showcase their skills on the biggest occasion, which which they very much deserve. And we wish you all the very best. Look in the forthcoming, uh, upcoming uh, Munster Championships. Pet, we turned to the hurling last weekend in the Munster Championship. Who said Limerick were gone away? They're back in full swing. Maybe, you know, probably only went into second gear last Sunday with that victory over Cork. And then you have the league champions. They got a fright. Tipperary, they're definitely not gone away. Yeah, watching that first game the last day, I said to myself, oh, I don't know, this isn't so good at all. Tipper flying it early on. 
and indeed stuck with Waterford fairly well for most of the game in Walsh Park which I thought was to be an advantage to Waterford I happen to think myself that Walsh Park isn't an advantage to Waterford I think they need a big open field and they'll be at their best there having said that um, uh, they had Waterford tip were well prepared for it um, tore into it as you'd expect bit of inaccuracy um, but they'll be hard to beat having said that um, you know they were beaten first of all Secondly, I don't know how much more better they can be. Having a game under your belts, I suppose, is always a help and they can right a few little wrongs. Uh, there's an awful lot of uncertainty about our own team in terms of, uh, you know, who's, who's at peak condition, who isn't. I mean, the doubts about Peter Duggan, Shane O'Donnell going back, all that kind of thing. The loss of Aidan McCarthy, um, the loss of David Reedy. There are all issues come back to bite us at some stage. Uh, but look, having said that any any Brian Lohan team in the championship will be up for the game and members of last year's bit of a debacle and what happened you know might be a motivating force and the same referee appearing again and the same referee appearing again <laughs> absolutely maybe he has a chance now to pick up for it and, and, and get things right I'm really looking forward to it um, I don't think it'll be a packed crowd by enemies I don't think the tip people are convinced by their team yet I suppose Clare can for, supporters can be a bit slow to get going um, you know the league for us was was okay uh, nothing amazing about it. A few problems we thought to start out still maybe. Uh, centre back wasn't started until late in the time and it was gone back to what we th- thought would, we didn't want happening. But it, it looks like it's going to be big John there. So um, Dave Ryan hopefully is back, and I'm not sure if he's fit for for for, for starting. I'm just not sure. No, we haven't heard during the week the, the full the full story. But um, it's I think it's a game could go either way. I think it's impossible to call it. I really do. Uh, the, the game should start to parade, stand to parade. But then again, going in fresh, you know, if you get a good start in this game and just clear, get confidence going. There's a lot of good orders. I mean, the, the X factor of Tony Kelly if he's back in form, and once he can get away from Carl Barrett and gets out of the field and starts moving, I think that might be the difference in the long run. Who knows? Yeah, Brendan, your overall synopsis on the first weekend of the Munster Championship. It was. It was queer sitting down on an Easter Sunday watching the first round of Munster Championship. And you eating the dinner, mm-hmm. you know. But like you know. Listening to the tip I thought lads. you were going to say you were eating Easter eggs going. <laughs> that was after. <laughs> um, listening to the tip lads below, they were very nervous going down to Walsh Park. Do you know, there was an awful lot of uncertainty. The loss of Brendan Maher, Parig Maher, uh, Shamie Kellnan. You know, there are three big losses out bubbles. of any team. Uh, uh, bubbles, you know, um, even Bonner Maher. Like, you know, they're, they're, that's, that's five players you're looking at that have all Ireland's in their back pocket. Very experienced players. Leaders. You know, and leaders exactly that come come the big day, Parry Maharal was shown out like, you know, to fill that hole was going to be massive. Um and they were nervous going down there. Um there's a small little bit of a pep in their step now, uh, with the performance. And like if you dissect it, you know, they were beat in midfield, they brought in Dan McCormack, two points turned it turned a little bit. There was questions asked like, Warford only hurled for about twenty minutes in that match. The last five of the first half and the first 15 of the second but Tip stuck with him they stuck with him the whole way and as Pat rightly said a little bit of inaccuracies Jake Morris had a chance Kehoe had a chance to co- and, and even had a better chance he had options outside if he looked up to tap it off to, ta- to tap a couple of scores on the one man Tip wanted to get on the ball when he was going through Jason Ford or the butcher housed him and I think if that goal went in there was serious question marks going to be asked to Watford now they came back and answered them but is it a good way for Watford going into this weekend's game? It's ideal. And it's an ideal way for Tip because they were they were expected the bookies were giving them ten plus. 
Would you believe it? I honestly thought you. I thought you really would take Watford the weekend to last weekend. Yeah, I thought you would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I see, thought you would. Pa, as Pat rightly said, what Pat does not suit Watford. Watford. No. Torless, Innes, Gaelic Grounds, Crow Park. That's where they want to play their game because they're attacking from the full back line. And still, Liam Cahill, you know, there's no doubt about it. He, even though he knows the underage scene well, he brought up a lot of the Tipperary for this pet. By leaving Austin Gleeson and Jamie Byrne on the bench, he took a gamble. It very nearly backfired. It did and it didn't, but I think, I think it was the only thing right for him to do in the sense that, look at Gleeson was foolish. This is his fourth or fifth time getting red cards in big matches that he got there previously. And uh, I think if Cahill was going to hold the dressing room with all the other players, he was going to have to say, those with last day, we're not starting to today. We have, and they have they have options. Obviously, you know they have great options. Oh, Kylie, Kylie in there is going. To, I think he's going to be good. He's gradually showing signs of it. He's getting better all the time. Daisy Hutchinson, why? I, I don't think it, there were there were there were Waterford guys shooting for their own half back line blazing wide, and it was fifty yards of front Hutchinson two or three times in the second half. There would have been three goals in front of him. Yeah. I had hardly any doubt. He's looking up at the sky. Yeah. The ball's going wide. Um, and he's not a great man to fight for ball. He's all right, but when he gets the ball in front of him, he's Feet are unbelievable at his side step, and he could finish. Uh, and because, and the same as Patrick Corden is a new lease of life there as well. And uh, Stephen Bennett will probably never be as ordinary again either. You know, maybe didn't get more space. But um, they have options. I think Cahill, I don't think it was that brave a thing to do. It was in a way, I suppose. The fans probably want Aussie playing, but um, yeah, you know, he, he I, came in and did a job. I, I still think that Cahill made the right call in the sense that he backed the fellas that won the league final for him. Yeah, he did. He stuck with that team. And you know, it was a way of giving Aussie. I think I think he got his wake up when when they didn't appeal the band. It was That's a one right. match band. That was so telling. That was telling. Mm. Like, you know, look, we're going without you. And then when the team won the league, he backed because if you're listening to the way they talk about training, they picked the farm players inside in training. That team that won the league final, you know, it was silverware. It was a national. Yeah. It was a national a national league, and he backed that team. So he's actually sending a message to the fellas in that's training as well, saying, "Look, lads, if you're performing, the jersey's there for you." Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, it, it, it was a gamble, you would in say, but I don't it think was. it was mm. as much a bigger gamble as they're trying to make out. If mm. just uh, throw this out, if it was further on the championship and it was a, an All Ireland semi final, and he had got sent off in the quarter, or previous to quarter, would he have left him off? Well, sure, you're at knockout stage then. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're 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 it's 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 if you lose you're gone. Yeah. There was enough chances for this to be redeemed down the line. You know, I he yeah. probably would start it, but I think there was enough chances down the line. Pat, going back to the game again, you're after mentioning Michael Kiley, right? Mm. And Michael Kiley was central to me to do the two big events last Sunday, apart from you know first of all, should Michael Kiley have been uh, on the field? Yeah. And second of all, was it not the most blatant throw of a ball of the whole weekend? For the ball across for the goal. Well, the throws of the ball are probably was one of them. Yeah, no question. If the ref doesn't call it, the goal stands. Is that? I mean, yes. Who, was, Jamie, I, I think there was a couple of pull less Sunday that were probably good, decent half passes. It was a bit of a space there, but look, it's one of those things. I think, I think they need to clarify the whole thing. They're going to pull if they see if they don't see the hand moving properly back. They're just going to pull anyway. Because it's, otherwise it's going to be we're going to be talking about these things every week. Uh, Kylie was lucky to stay on the field. There's no question about it. No, especially nowadays. If that was done 40 years ago, let's just say, ah, it's a good hard pull and he'd be timed it. Uh, nowadays they're not putting up with that at all. I mean, the cut got in through. I mean, the, the, he got cut 
<laughs> you'd, have ask, you'd have to ask about the helmets. You got the ball. I suppose you did. You got the ball. Yeah. Nah, but the, the argument. It's, yeah. it's it's a fifty-fifty. I've yeah, seen I've seen guys. Yeah. Been pulled for tapping the ball before they caught it, and once yeah. the hand was hit, freeze given against freeze, him, which yeah. is would never have happened before. And then looking at the, I thought he was looking at don't want to be then based on referees, but the same men involved again. You know, he has had some controversies. You know, in his time, and he he just seems to draw. I thought watching the game and the way he was riffing, I said, "There's someone going to walk you." Because he started dishing yellows mm. for silly things, and Tommy Dunn got the red. You know what I mean? And I think Tommy, 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 Tommy Dunn got, got the red for having a go over the incident. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that was the yeah. way he got the, the red. That, yeah. um, you know, so, but Johnny just attracts this on himself. And, like, you know. And he's a good ref, don't he's, he, he's a flake he's decent, ref, yeah. But he can just, he can make it hard for fellas to give silly yellows. You know, he was throwing yellows there for. It was like, oh, I have to dish a, mo- an, a certain amount of cards now to with, with this game. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a dirty game. It was a good, tough physical game. But there was bare destruction. One thing I do know is that there's a massive difference between Championship Hurling and League, proven yet again last weekend, especially at the Waterford Tip game. The clash, the, the brilliant watches some of the clashes, you know. And uh, Johnny, our decisions made, mostly, nearly most of them were right, but not all of them. But again, what else is new? If any of us are afraid. And under yeah, 10 tank, games. It's a tankless job. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll, think, we'll, I think the we'll get him all right. Help, mm-hmm. Right, you're talking about the hand pass, right? Yeah. He was blindsided with that ball. He was out the field looking down, right? And, like, you know, he can't call it if he doesn't see it. Yeah. And a lot of the boys are actually able to shape the body now and, yeah, and, yeah. and let it off. So yeah. they're closing, the, they're, they're making it hard. But um, I, I think the game is going to have to go where. Your linesman has a say, and there's umpires wired up as well. And all Johnny has to say, lads, you've a better view of this mm. than me. Did he throw that or not? And the free can be given within two seconds. Yeah, yeah, it or shouldn't take long. It shouldn't take like no. if the umpire was directly looking at that, Johnny, it was a throw. But they have to give the responsibility. Or I think Jerry was telling us Dublin that that would have been a major rule change if umpires can call freeze. Yeah, I think like yeah, that, for instance, as far yeah, as I know, it's yeah. a big move. Well, even even you know, a linesman should be linesman, linesman are, 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 freeze. I will be travelling with the play anyway. Yeah, or on both sides. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But back from the rules, Brendan. Where do you see Tipperary after last last Sunday? You said there's a and the talk down there. There is a pep in the step. Oh, there, there's, 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 there's guarantee. There's a pep in their step. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting with them because, like, they made a lot of changes. Right, the the blood of the few lads, and I thought your man Morgan, uh, he good hurler, though. good hurler, mm. right? Connor Bow, did it work? Did it, I don't think it did, right? I he probably won't. He probably won't feature. No, he won't feature, and like you'll have to say, Flynn in midfield. Oh, he looked very unfit. You know exactly. So very slow. He has more changes, man. Bringing in Banner Maher, I couldn't figure it out at all. It's no contribution. Whatsoever. No contribution no. whatsoever, and the signal ascendant even to younger fellas in the squad. Mm. You know. In fairness to Bonner, he has been a fantastic servant to Tipperary. And unfortunately, probably with injury, doing, doing the cruciate. But to try keep coming back and try to play the game that he played, that game has moved on again. It's a faster, faster game now again. And Brendan, to throw out the Barry Heffernan question. Like, Barry Heffernan was playing to me. Was Barry Heffernan playing bad enough that he had to be taken? No, Dan McCormack was ex- was absolutely yeah. brilliant when he went on. You know, you'd say, if Dan McCormack was in any other county, he'd have been playing. Right? Is Heffernan a midfielder? He's, is there still room for him in the back line? I t- personally, myself, I think Heffernan is a better wing back. Yeah. 
I think that's where he's ideal and there's space along that wing there he can drop up there to the midfield into push out he's a good striker of a ball he can get your scores under a high ball didn't come down on top of it he's strong as well I I think myself you know um, a lot of things have to go right for Clareless to win this match mm. and an awful lot of things I think coming into this match if you as, as Pat said we did an indifferent league we failed to beat Wexford when we were ahead right we should have closed that game out we didn't Limerick came to town I was above understand that there was two good GA Clare GA men PJ Moroni and Andrew Maloney from Bradford and you could see Limerick were leggy the ball to hand wasn't sticking they were hitting a long ball they weren't playing their game at all and here we were and we said these are here for the taking fulfilling the fixture mm. yeah. and, we, and we couldn't take them yeah. Yeah. that was proved that, that you know, proved that and, and even against Offaly it, with 8 minutes to go I think we were only a goal up you know, so there's a lot of things for, that has to get right. Now, we had enough time to rectify it, but, you know, like, Tip Below and Torles, this to me is the biggest game for both teams. It's the biggest, biggest game of Brian Lowe. They both see their approach. They both see the game they can win. Exactly. Yeah. This is, yeah. this, if whoever wins this game are strong favourites to get third. Correct. That's the way I see it. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's going to keep her interest alive no matter what, towards the end of the, until the end it of the round robin anyway. Early summer, but, yeah. Pet, you know, and it is, there's no doubt it is Brian Lohan's uh, biggest game, you know, and you said it, you alluded to the point earlier, that game will bring on Tipperary. You know, there's no doubt about Clare, and often a team with a long rest can tear into a game. Mm. It, has to be, it has to be an advantage to Tipperary, home advantage, and also the advantage of a game. Yeah, absolutely. What balances that out, I suppose, is that uh, Lohan and, and, and Ralph and the boys had a good shot to look at Tip, and look at especially at the new lads, or they prefer left or right, do the turn in, do what you yeah. know, the, and the players themselves maybe look, look at the video and say, okay, we have a chance now to sit, watch them over 70 minutes on a tight pitch against Waterford. We saw what they can, what they do, championship game, no, no, no such thing as, 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 as you know, false, false stuff. I saw tip at the real trying to win a game. So they'll have learned a bit about the players that they wouldn't have known. Maybe that pushes about at senior level. Um, the one thing, and, though, the one pen- and that could be, that can balance out the fact that tip have the warm up game to an extent. Chance to see what they're made of. Chance to, I, I, I said that if serious look at the video of that, I'm sure they're doing with the players after they've gone through it minutely, uh, whoever does their video analysis, because they can pick out things they can do, ways they can defend against their forwards, ways they can maybe open up an attack. But having, did that, having said that, there's so many doubts about the team, the Clare team, in terms of the personnel and in terms of the the delivers the, the they've reached after coming back after long long layoffs, etc., etc. And that's the, the thing I have. Uh, should he go with the lads who are fully on farm and forget about the reputations of Dugan and Sadal, bring them in later? I'm not so sure. Nobody knows about Shanner. Has he gone back in the in the picking order as well? We have to have a bit of power up there. We have to, you know, of. Dugan and Shanner, we have to have one up there. Nearly all the time, I'd be thinking, regardless, yeah. maybe Dugan half hour then, but. Um, there's been so many ifs and buts about it. Um, but Pat, you know, the one, the, one thing we, the one thing we have that they don't have, though, Pat, we have Tony Kelly. Well, that's what I said earlier on. I mean, it's hard to be asking the men to come back and keep doing it, keeps getting thrown over six, seven, eight points and playing maybe a goal in seven or eight. If you're taking the freeze, it has to be getting 116, 114. You know, it's a lot to ask. And I mean, he's 29 this year. I know it's not ancient by any means, but after injury, etc., it's a lot to ask. I suppose if Carl Barrett. Is 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 taking him probably once he's inside the forty. What happens if he moves out the field? I'm not quite sure what his plan would be for him. I'm not sure what what Lowe's plan would be. Will he be, will he be roving fully? I have a funny feeling they'd put Morgan on him, but 
you know, Morgan is 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 comfortable coming out the field, Brendan, isn't he? He is a good stick man. Like, you know, he's a good hurler. He's yeah. he's strong. He's physical. The one interesting thing for me with Tip is will they start John McGrath? Yeah, he just got his what, five minutes the last year. Five mm. minutes, you know, and like you know, this fella knows how to sneak he can a goal. A goal. Like, you know, that's wasn't Noel McGrath absolutely marvelous for them Leicester. Exactly, what a, like what a know, player sits in the pocket there, what a player pops yeah. three points over the mm. bar. You can't afford Four to give him space. You can't afford to give him space. Mm. You know what I mean? And like you go back there, Tom McClare, like Shane Meehan. How fit is Shane Meehan? Yeah, like you know, he didn't play against Limerick. If if, if he was fit for against Limerick in the under twenties, we'd have won that match. And you see what Limerick turned to Cork during the week. Yeah, you know, and, and then you sure. looked at him against Cork. He, you know he wasn't himself. He was mine. So how fit is he? He's a crucial... He's crucial. Brendan, he, probably, he probably played the under-20 game with, with... You know, he probably needed... They had to get a game into him. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the reason he was playing. Like, you know, he, he's... He, he, Any time he came in for the seniors, he'd done well. Like, to me, the one man that I was so looking forward to seeing and he got injured was Mark Rogers. Absolutely. Because he was absolutely coming right... Do you know, he he was there last year looking at him, but this was the year he was going to... And he was just getting it right, you know, and he was very unfortunate with his injury. And it was a pity, you know what I mean? Um, but, but to me, like, Pat is right. If you're playing Meehan inside, I think Meehan will start anyway. I think they'll have to start. I think, they'll, 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 I think they I like think him anyway. They like him enough, mm. yeah. Uh, is he either going to be Shannon or Duggan? And what I saw of Duggan coming in the last day against Limerick, I didn't, it didn't inspire me. Uh Shanahan would cause Morgan more problems. He tie and him down. He tie him down exactly because yeah. he's a strong guy, <clears throat> and that way he can bring in Meehan in, right? And if Kelly was picked up by Barrett and brought Barrett out, now he was space no, inside. The space, yeah. Mm. You know, and that to me is the key because Meehan will need space, and you're getting told us if you if you work it right, like. And, and Brendan, looking at Tipperary last Sunday as well, quickly he was a new fullback, right? Obviously, he didn't play a fullback; he played mm. out in the corner. Mm. And really wasn't tested because none of the ball didn't really seem to go yeah. too late. He, he obviously, in fairness to him, he obviously seemed to be in the right place or wrong place at the right time for you know whatever way you want to look at it. He wasn't tested. Yeah, simple stadium, open spaces. You know, it's it's, it's you can, there's no hiding place. Really. There's no hiding place in Torles. There is no hiding place in Torles. You know what I mean? And you could even see the type of ball. Go back to the Watford game. That Dizzy was getting with about ten minutes to go. Mm. The space and up inside Dizzy was coming up hit the ball in low, let the boys get on and get into their pot and take them on. You know what I mean? And that's the ball meeting once. Exactly. Good low ball in. It's no good sending high ball in the whole time. That has to be worked in right and getting into me because Meehan to me, he, he's the package deal. Like You know what I mean? He has it. He's all dizzy really. He's all, he, he is, yeah. You know, but mm. don't overload him. You know, don't, I wouldn't be overloading him because, you know, he, he's only a young fella like at the end of the day. It's it'll be his first senior championship if if he if he starts. Yeah. You know, we're surmising that he's but going to But we have a couple of other unsung heroes now who always seem to do a good hard job. I forget. Kyle McLeod, for instance. That's Ryan the guy Taylor. Form has those guys. Those guys. I think Ryan Taylor has had a little clear down now. The likes of him. I mean, no one we're kind of forgetting about. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, um, is Jesse McCarthy going to start? I'd say he will. I'd say he will, yeah. yeah. I think he'll see him start in the middle of the field. Himself and Malone looks like he's going to be in the midfield. Yeah. Well, now Malone had in a good league, like. No. I wouldn't say he's league. Come, no, not, not him. You'd be hoping he, he, he's a come. championship player. He is, yeah, and he's a man. And he's been, uh, what has he, his two or three All-Stars nominations. Yeah, he's been on his own hero. He has, exactly. The more ball play he's got in the last month of the long evenings, the better he'll come on, like. You know, no, we look forward to it. Brendan, call it. 
Clear or Tipperary? Oh. Mm. Well, thanks, Leo. Um, it's a tough one. I, I swear to God, this is a really, really tough one because like, it's both teams' Munster final. That's the way you're looking at. Like, you'd have to say the game that Tip had below in Watford is going to stand them. Did they pick up any injuries over it? We don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, Kindy, like, you know, the belt that he got, he... It, looked, it was a fair guess, like you know what I mean. Um, it all depends on the clear team to start sleds. Like you know, Dermot Ryan. Are you looking at Dermot Ryan, John Conlon, and uh, David McInerney as a half back line? Or Jack. Or Jack, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you're, you're not going to know what team is going to take the field. No, no, no. I'll put my head in the block and say clear by three. Tony yes. Kelly. Are you going to concord, concord with Brenda? The honest answer I don't know, but you know, I mean, if there's nothing between them, they're not yeah. going to be surprised. It's a draw, but I mean, now one caller draws you to what nine, ten, twelve to one. So I'll I'll go with him by a point or two. Clear, over clear, very good, very good. Brendan, our Ireland champions. You know, everyone was saying, did they care about the league? It was quite obvious from last Sunday they didn't care about the league. Cork went on gun haul for the league, and you'd wonder, did they learn anything during the league? Because they seem to be back in the very same position. As they were leaving Crop Park last September or last last July after the All Ireland final, I think this defeat was actually worse than the All Ireland final because there was a lot of excuses for the All Ireland final, right? You know, a big day, a big occasion. Limerick used to it. Uh, they seemingly were put out that they couldn't go back in with their jerseys above that day. The All Ireland final, they wanted to go out and go back in. They were told they had to stay out, so the excuses were coming from the All Ireland final. Did they learn anything? Not uh, one iota. You know what I mean? They, did, they didn't even they, learn from the league final. They didn't really even know. try. You know, they, it was... It, whether they're stuck in their ways of their tradition, you know, this is the way we play and we're changing for no one. It was just... It was kamikaze stuff. You know what I mean? It was... It was. It banned the order... It banned, say, belief to say that a management team didn't even come up with something different, even if it didn't work. <coughs> At least try something. Yes, you know, the whole, everyone was, you know, wondering what were Cork going to do, what changes were they going to make uh, pre. Now, I know in fairness, I'm from the league final to two weeks, we won week of training, it's very hard to go back and change your whole outfit. They didn't change anybody. They changed nothing. Nothing. They left, they left Coleman mid medicine to wreck. They left, they have no one able to, to take a long puck out if, if they have to go along, which they're, of course, forced to do a lot of the time. They, they just have, without Harnedy, they can't forget it up there. Robbie Flynn, all those work, will do the best they can and, and ball what's ball hits the ground. Um, brought in Jack O'Connor when they needed a muscle. Yeah. You know, there's so many things. And, and, and even Carpenter was saying, is it, is it stupid Cork arrogance of Kingston and his, and his, his men that they said, no matter what happens before, we are Cork that's going to come right. It ain't until they change their ways completely. They need to be a few. They need to find a few dogs first of all. Just get and the Pat, dog. And Pat, you're, you're talking about Kingston, Pat. Mm-hmm. You know the management team changed from Dalai on the final last year. Jer yeah. Cunningham went. That's right. Um, in came Don Logrady. Don no, Noel Furlong came in. That's right. Furlong. Noel Furlong and, and Pat Mulcahy from No Town Central. And Pat Mulcahy is highly regarded. Yeah, and not but they changed absolutely. They, they kept doing. They, they want to say beside the madness. You keep doing the same thing and you expect a different result. Yeah. They kept doing the same. Last year's All Ireland, the league final. I was certain, actually, no matter what that team they lend out, that uh, they'd be bringing Coleman forward and put a decent stopper in to stop the runs through the middle against them. Anyway, whether it be Omani or whether it be Young Joyce, Joyce to me is is going to be a great player. Why not do it now? Because 
Coleman's role is not type this hitting lads going through. Yeah. You know, we know that he's not capable. The full back line was in trouble as well. They, they never found a full back. But all the hurlers they have. Like, like why the, can't they find the, a full back? The, the guess's thing with Cork was was that go back to the All Ireland final, their forwards turnovers in the first half mm. was three. Mm. And I'd say it was a much more the less day. The Cork forwards is the problem in that Workers. They don't work. It's good idea, yeah. You have to work from. It, it, it's an old saying, lads. Mm. You know, the forwards have to work their, like like dogs. Yeah. The, the, your first line of defence is your attack. You know, Hoggy. Finished. He's a luxury. He's, he's a luxury. He's, he's a luxury, luxury now. Yeah. He's only there for the right. There's other fellas can take the freeze. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, but they just don't want to work. And that's the platform where they have to start. Get their forwards working. So Limerick is the proof of that. The and six, the six Limerick forwards with the eight Joe alive. Like, you know, it's <laughs> you know. But Pat, follow on uh, Brendan's point about Pat Horgan, a luxury. Is Horgan? You know, look at he's been a brilliant player. Absolutely. Maybe well, in my book, a smart bit overrated. He, you know, but the likes of Shane Kingston and these lads are they paying the price for him? There's a possibility. There, wonder. there is, yeah. You are, yeah. You're wondering that. You're wondering that, like, but I remember there's a good friend of mine. He's on Cork, and the one thing I kept saying to him, with all their underage success that they were bringing, mm. it was the same style of hurler that was coming through. Yeah, and you nailed it there. There was no dog. That's right, no dogs. There yeah. was no McCarthy. Do you Nile. remember McCarthy that was sent there far from Nile McCarthy? Nile McCarthy. They need to go away and find two or three of them. But Brendan, you go back to the under twenties teams that won. They they were they might have won the Munster Championships, but Tipperary turned Cahill. He turned them over in two all in two campaigns. He mightn't have had a penal as good as what Cork had. Tipperary still brought home the same. Turn, Cahill turned it by dropping seven players for that from that mm. Munster final team. Yeah. He dropped nearly half the team did, yeah. because they didn't work. And he knew what it took to beat Cork. And it's the same trend that's coming through with Cork. You work against Cork, they don't want to know about it. Yeah, they don't they're, 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 it's, no, it's, it's, it's it's a problem with them. That's they just don't want to put in the hard yards to close down to block to hope to chase put the body on the line and like car people wouldn't mind getting beat if they tried it was fight it was fight them if there was a bit yeah. of a dog in a, like mm. you know we know Limerick are physically stronger than 90, 90% of the teams in the country right they're conditioned like you're looking at burn huge six, men or massive men but at least go have a cut and they didn't even do that yeah. as you speak about Limerick we get on to the game later on tonight in, in the Gaelic grounds Limerick and Watford Real appetising. It's a cracker. It's it's the two teams. If you look at the betting, you have Limerick at number one and Watford at number mm. two. You know, this could be a repeat of an all Ireland final. Will Watford go gun ho tonight, Pet? Or will they just go and play the fixture as it is and take their chances further down the road? I'd be wondering about that myself now. Why would they sort of throw go everything. 110%, maybe lose by three or maybe five or six points, and sort of and say that that's our best? It wasn't good enough. Maybe, look at it. It's hard to pull back in the championship game, especially both of the Gaelic Rowans against the All Ireland champions, the best team in the land for, for years. And I suppose the kind of team they are, you know, highly regarded team, brilliantly managed. But I don't think they'd be too disappointed if it doesn't go right for them. I think at this stage now, Watford have to look long term. And it might be a foolish thing to go down to say a match isn't isn't the be all and end all. They'll probably be the rest of the most teams you'd imagine unless we show something amazing the next day yeah, you never know you don't know in, but in, I, in I think I think we didn't even see the real water for the last day I thought I just thought there was 
sort of kind of stifled blow on that pitch, bit of expectation on him, and they didn't have the space to operate the way they can. But they did get going and do enough. But as this is the makers of a great game tonight, and uh, what what a, a, a and I think. The physicality, Waterford are very physical, especially, not some, maybe they're good in the air, but especially with the balls on the ground, they're never knocked off it. They're yeah. well able to fight for those rocks, so makers of a really good game. There'll be cards flying tonight, I said, they'll be yellows anyway. I'm not sure if they're Reds, hopefully not. Johnny won't be there. <laughs> but Brendan, you know, <clears throat> looking at Waterford, we spoke about it earlier on, uh, he'll probably play Austin Dees and he'll test him tonight in the, in the red-hot atmosphere. Mm. I would imagine he'll see what is the temperament where he's going to get stick, you know, he'd probably play Jamie Byrne, he'd give him game time, there's no doubt about it, you know, we're looking at Waterford, Belly Gunner, one man on the team, yeah. one, and one man came on as a sub last Sunday, off there, an all Ireland mm. winning club team, it says a lot. It says a lot, but, just go back to what the conversation we had earlier on, about the boys coming off the bench, did he hold them back, had Cahill at one eye on this match, mm. because Limerick now are without Seamus Flanagan, Kyle Hayes, right, so you have a serious chance to get at Limerick. I think Cahill is going to go for this one. Because Clare and Watford is the last match. If Cahill is to go to this, yeah, no, yeah, to yeah, try and get a result. Right? So you know, teams don't like coming to this. It's 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 a known fact. I think I think Cahill will go for this gung ho. He'll he'll nail his marker down here tonight, I think. And I think Watford will turn Limerick. I think they're the one team that'll match them physically wise and I think Kyle Hayes is a loss. I also think Limerick, I know we were they were doing heavy work throughout the league but they were also looking for to bring in a couple of players that can add to their bench. They only found one. O'Neill, O'Neill, yeah. Right? <coughs> you look, and Brendan, you, that's an important yeah. point because Pat, to all intents and purposes, Graham Mulcahy stays as an inter-county forward or, I was surprised over, he was kept on the next and, day. You know, he got a lot of he got a lot of minutes last Sunday. I don't think he'd see many more minutes uh, this year. You know, and he has been a brilliant servant to, no to Limerick. There's no no doubt about that. I see the Limerick on the twentieth ten during the week. You know, there isn't many more. Re- there isn't anyone else ready for seeing him. Cotton maybe no. wing back might be might be might be. He's he's low, but O'Neill. And unfortunately, he's gone for the Limerick under twenties, which is mm. a crazy, a crazy it's rule no, as well. Another thing we could discuss. Yeah. O'Neill will probably be tested tonight as well. For, he'd probably get a start. He'd probably yeah, he'll start to, to see, see what he's like he as well. Will, he probably will have to. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they're, they're I mean, you still see Pat Ryan coming in and doing his little bit, but Pat Ryan would be no good to start, and he still wouldn't be. And he came on the last day again. So you're still using a lot of the same players, and sort of kind of four or five years on the road now. So from twenty, sorry, Pat, from twenty. Yeah. 18, is it? When did it sorry, when did it Yeah, 18. 18. There's tor- 12 of the All Ireland teams still there. Still, still there. there. Yeah. Cases, he was lost, as you uh, say. Condon has gone. Um, who else? Condon has gone. Who else was Peter gone? Peter Casey, sure. Casey's injured. Casey's injured. Yeah. And in fair, and, and uh, look, yeah, there's another one that Was it not good to see Mike Casey back? Oh, Great. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. he's like but a new player. But again, it goes to show you, like, you know, he played no part in the league. Now he comes and he puts a performance in like that. And yeah, you'd wonder yeah. about then about uh, Kaidi's brighter by who he seemed to have a suffer was Richie English and Richie got uh, got dumped like and, and Richie probably had a better league this than he had at any time. He had a great league actually as it happens. He was one of the leading men. But yes. look at I, I look at, I, I hope Brendan is right actually that because if if Walter decide to tear into this game and try to win it, we're going for an absolute treat. And I say twenty for the faint hearted. And I, I I'd say he's not too far off the mark. I think the only team in the country capable of knocking. Barring possibly Kenny on a good day, physically wise and turned it, but don't have the class. But what for the team to keep the knocking Limerick? I I think Lim- Cork didn't really test Limerick, and that's the question. 
They have that that Cork team would have been, I I think most teams would have beaten the last day. The only way you, you could, that Cork team would get would, would beat you if they got to run you early on when three or four goals up. They'd probably take you because you very hard to bring it back. Yeah. But once you're fifty fifty with him and the game toughens up and the physical stakes raise. Limerick, so Limerick had it easy enough. Limerick or Waterford, Pet? I, I still stick with Limerick, but but in a great contest. You've gone the other way, Brendan. I've gone the other way. I just think that I think it, it's just for, it felt nicely for Cahill de Leslie that the hype was built up that they were going to hammer tip and they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has them where they want them. And I think you know, they have to make it like they're 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 ticking all the boxes. So to believe that they can win in All Ireland, I think they have to this would be a major, major scalp to take down Limerick because you'll want you'll want to get your games and your points in the board early. Yeah, and of course Limerick have to come to this as well. And yeah. Exactly. They, 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 you know, yeah. so like the two games, the two blocks of games that we have in Turles are our two biggest games, not the two games in Innes. Do you know if we can win those it's two something games, from them, yeah. it's, it's for, from a clear point of view and, and they're all two big games it's great for Clare that they don't have to go out to Parky Creek for that game our new director general of sport at least one Wexford man is doing us a favour and speaking of Wexford Pet you brings us nicely onto the Linster Championship and look at Darrell Egan got his Wexford campaign off you know the Henry Shefflin tour bus hitting to the sunny south east and a draw at the end of the day, Pat. It wasn't the biggest shock of the world, I think, overall. I, I remember I couldn't call it, because I remember saying last week, what, what Galway team will you have? Uh, we know Wexford would probably up it a bit, the home crowd, the whole thing. I was despite, there was only 10,000 there. I thought Wexford would have filled the stadium because they had a decent league. Um, <clears throat> there was one in completely empty, which kind of surprised me, you know, when you have a home championship game like that. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, Galway, I think, shot themselves in the foot. You know, if you can't close the game out... Uh, you're four or five points up, but uh, you know not that long to go. Uh, what happened with Cooney and the referee decision? Now and, and, the, and the free, look at how many times have we seen it happen? We've seen goalies coming up, taking half the day to come up, and there's no question about the timing. And you look Cooney at did overdo it, but why pick that moment? Shin took know. longer. Yeah, Shin took longer. Having said that, Shin come on and nailed the freeze. Um, I don't think either team are great. But the only thing is, there's probably more improvement in Galway, but with wheeling out now, they're a bit, little bit more limited. And of course, look, there's no doubt that uh, what happened last weekend... I think so, that's why it'll be a little effect. bit deflated. You know, yeah. I know they're playing Westmead this weekend, and they're probably looking the at Westmead. They're playing, game they would have, but like, yeah. there's no doubt it has to have an effect on the camp, especially with you know the connections to, yeah. the, to the Galway camp. You know, mm. and it's just an, an awful, awful, awful tragedy. It is. It has to have. It will be because Tia Brin was 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 a, was a very important part of the squad, a, com, a coming guy, and uh, that will affect everybody. His friends and there's a funeral to be attended and all that kind of thing. So, uh, it's tough. But look at go back to the holding side of it. Um, I suppose there's potential for Galway to improve, and I mean, <clears throat> Westmead is probably a gimme game. Let's face facts. Um, they put up to Kilkenny for what half an hour, but um, I, I th- there's, there's so many doubts about Galway for me, but. Look at Wexford will fight, uh, but I think Kilkenny are favourites for the Leinster Championship now. But Governor, what have you seen? They're the team getting the most out of what they have. Yeah. Simple as that. Brendan, you looked at Wexford last Saturday, right? Or Galway and Wexford, and a lot of the time, was only what? Two players in the opposition's half of the field. Mm-hmm. You know, when Henry was playing with Kilkenny, you know, they well, they had tradition, tradition yeah. six and yeah. six. It was, it was strange. It was a hard game to watch, actually. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a very. You, you could Dour, be hoping nothing, away nothing game. I'll mm-hmm. come back and look in again. That's the way it was, that type of game, like, you know. Um, I suppose the worrying thing for Galway is that the minute Cody went off, or Conor Wheeler went off, 
that just capitulated. Mm. Yeah. He was the one man to target inside, you know, that was... And they hit some stupid wides. Their, their decision-making was... Individuals, poor. you say? Individuals, yeah. I thought that... I thought him would, would get that hold of them. ...would click that, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, look, it's his first year. He went through a lot of bodies. And he a lot of time with and issues, yeah. yeah. He had their own personal... Yeah, he was late starting off, well. first of all, the pointers. Yeah. And then he did a few so, of issues, yeah. you know, so he probably... It's very hard to judge Galway this year because he's scouring the county to try to get the best penalty he can together and then he knows what he's to work with. But it was the typical Galba. They, they choked in the end, like. You know what I mean? They, they had enough chances. The wise they hit was absolutely, I think it was 17 wise or something like. It was astronomical. You know, now, now Wexford are dour, they're tough, they're physical. But you're, your man Conor McDonald was above in his own for half the time. And he, how he got the goal in, I don't know. <laughs> you know, he got some good scores. But, it's, it's still the, the Galway failing. You know, they just... Like, they won in All-Ireland against a poor Wexford team and they struggled to beat them. With the amount of talent, how many years have we spoke about Galway? They're going to come. They're year going to come. Year. Mm. year after year. And now Henry has gone in. King Henry is supposed to Give have the, bones, magic, yeah. the, magic, the magic formula. It's just, might we just say, they could be, the Galway could be another cork. Yeah, there could be a pet, and you know, you took a gol- Dublin in and they barely got over leash again. You know, that was always going to be a tricky assignment from anyone. Yeah. And Dublin would probably play better against some of the other team. You know, mm. there's another team. You don't know what you're going to get with them. Plenty of talent, you know, and you said Kilkenny are maximising what they have. they have. They have leash this weekend, which should be another one. They had four yeah. points. Yeah, I've to yeah. win one more game. Yeah. Mm. You know, it could very easily come down to pet that either Wexford or Galway could lose out here. They could. Absolutely possible. Was it? It happened a couple of years ago. It did. Dublin beat Galway. And then they got turned over. And they got to, and was it Jim Black Knight? What was it? It was above in Parnell Park. Parnell Dublin beat Galway. Yeah. And Dublin went through and Wexford, Galway didn't go through. No, Wexford and Kilkenny threw blow on Wexford and Galway mm. went out. Galway went out, yeah. So it's, I, it's I, I, I don't fancy Dublin at all. And I would have. Early in the league, I said, the status were three great wins, I think. Or no, a win, a draw, first of all, against Waterford Bell, and then they won the next couple, and they won against Tiplow and Thurlis. <coughs> they just saw them in the league later on, a bit of pressure on, and I still see the same feelings let them down. Their touch and their control of the ball lets them down when it gets when it gets to the vital stages of a game. They're not still natural hurlers. If you're great hurlers, I'm not, I'm not getting, don't get me wrong, and if you're great athletes, and like, I, I love Odo Donald, and, you know, I, I think... Um, I think Hayes up front gets the right side of ball is dangerous and a few more subtly for courses of fabulous old order. But there's too many of them. When, when the beaten teams in the league early on and other teams aren't caring too much, you'll see them scoring points from 90 yards. But I'll tell you one thing, you often see the control lets them down. A ball to be picked up cleanly is missed. Crowd around them and it's gone. A few stupid whites as well. So I've, I've don't really fancy Dublin at all. Whereas I was, I was kind of hoping they would make a breakthrough. I think it'd be good for the game's profile. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see it happening with the squad they have at the moment. Wexford or Galway, will both of them get through, Brendan? Do you think, along with Kilkenny, at the end of the uh, day? I, I think they will. I think they'll scrap through. I think yeah. Wexford will have enough to get Dublin. Think, as I agree with Pat and everything he said there about Dublin. You know, They're just short that few as well to make an impact coming down the stretch of a game if they're hanging in there. like you know, it, It's it's a 20-man game now, like, as we know, and they just don't have the binge either to, to make the impact coming in. like. Pat, during the week, I think we cannot uh, a, a result that cannot go unnoticed is the victory for the minor hurlers over Watford in Cusick Park. A resounding victory. You know, we have been starved of, of victories at underage level. You know, following on in the good performance in the 20s, 
this is a very, very positive uh, result for Claire underage hurling. A fantastic turnaround in, in this 12 months, Leo. <coughs> badly, very badly needed. I don't care how bad Waterford were or weren't. Waterford usually aren't bad underage in the last 15 years. Any anyway, they're pretty competitive. So I think it's a great result for the Clare Miners. Uh, <coughs> obviously very impressive. Um, the lads have done a fantastic job. There's been, they lost by 40 points last year to Cork. Let's not forget that. It's, that was just the lowest moment for me, you know, or for many a Clare person. Great signs, but there's a lot of work going in with them. I think they've been looked after. The coaching is good. A lot of things have been sorted already. Uh, as part of it is a bit of support financially, but it isn't all about that. It's about getting the right people involved, people who know what they're doing. And, uh, you know, we, we know there's, 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 there's 20 or 25 good hurling clubs in Clare able to produce a few lads, and even, you know, from the smaller clubs, uh, producing them as well. Under 20 level, the same. So unlucky in both games. Yeah. You know, it didn't, didn't. I won't say it didn't close it out. That'd be a gleep kind of way of saying it. We weren't far enough ahead to see a close of the game, but, you know, there were games that should have, could and should have been won. But the main thing is we're competitive. I mean, uh, as I said, I read someone saying during the week there, I think it was online, that I don't care if Clare never won another 30 game again, as long as we can see there's three or four leads fit for senior county hurling coming up through that for the following year or two. And I think we've seen that. The renaissance has started, Brendan. It has, and, and you know what it goes back to, Pat Neal, it's organisation and structure, mm. and people have went in and restructured it, and they've got the, 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 they went through all the county, looked at everyone, the small clubs to the big clubs, and you know, it was energising to see the performance against Limerick, considering we were missing Shane Meehan. Absolutely. You know, I'm um, convinced with Meehan that night, he'd been definitely two. You know what I mean? One, maybe two. And your own clubman there, Pat, uh, cornerback. I'll tell you, he yeah. gave it, I, when the first ball went down, I said, oh God, this one is going to be cleaned. Well, mm-hmm. by God, he gave an exhibition. Yes. And it was great to see. Fastest man in Clare Hall now, I'll I'll say, at the moment. Telling you about, it, 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 he gave mm-hmm. an exhibition. Mm-hmm. Brilliant to see. Um, you know, and it, it, I think it's lifted the county. And good to see Brian Lohan, you know, and his management team bringing in players from that under 20 but teams, bringing in to the squad, and that's, you know, that, that's what it's about. Good communication. You know, that's, that's what it's about. Uh, you know, unlucky against Cork, you know, as passage Harold has said, maybe just a little bit of tired, and maybe, you know, it can often happen with a team when you don't win a couple of matches, yeah. it just, and Cork were used to winning, so did Cork didn't panic, like Cork had no score, I think, from play. And Five also, points from trees. Those under twenties, Brendan, were probably two or three years behind in the right centre condition that Cork lads had got exactly. since they were fifteen. And there's know. twelve of that team that I think under age next year. Yeah. So yeah. do you know they're doing the right things and you know, fair play to them. It took it took a bit of guts and a bit of determination by certain people, but they stuck with it and they went in and done it. And please God we'll reap the rewards going down the yeah, road. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Pet, before we finally go, we sent you to Tom Park last Saturday evening, uh, to See if what we're once they were on a kind of station to do that, yeah. You know, uh, they, w- they went in with a deficit against Exeter, they overturned it. You were quite happy leaving Tom and Park, which was first was a long, long time since people just about such a feel good factor in Tom and Park. It wasn't really there at the beginning, but as the game progressed, as 10, 15, 20 minutes went in, I think uh, once um, Carberry's try was got that first half, it just showed this is most of we can play it. We can play beef, bam, boom, but we can also play a bit of, a bit of rugby. And I thought, oh man, he was absolutely outstanding. He, he, he deserved every plaudit he got. Uh, very impressed with Holland at the, the wing forward as well. Um, I, I thought, I actually thought, while, while Murray did fine, I thought 
Casey really spit things as he does when he came in spit things up he's lively uh, John Ryan totally dominant well, I hope and scrum time there for most of it because uh, he was down near us a few times and he was as solid as could be so um, you know extraordinary good side so I just thought a lot of good why Van Grant has waited so long to get start getting things right <laughs> is it because he's, he's heading for the he's heading for the hills yes. and, and he's, the pressure's off him I don't know but um, an awful lot of good a bit like old times strange to see 7 or 8,000 empty seats though and then to get at the end as well Pat, the one thing about the match last Saturday, round three is the new. Um, yeah. And if you look back, he seems to have an awful lot to say. Already. Already. You know, he was more involved, it seems, than he has been. No, probably he's been involved, but he just seemed to be more vocal last Saturday. I know he probably he's been given a fair say already. And I mean, look, he's a very experienced guy and he's, he, I'd say he's a motivating type of guy as well. He'd be one of those guys that'll, that'll you know, get the best out of whatever he has. Uh no, just you know, talk about day and uh, being gone as well. I mean, he's he's he had a huge input in the game. Uh, Z was offload to him was worth worth the price money alone. Just as you could see it coming, and it came like you know. But uh, it was the atmosphere was there. Um, whether lim- whether once have enough enough squad players to make an, uh, a real impression in the next year or two and try and get back there to semi finals and final stage is a big question. Uh, but Roundtree, I'd say you know. I, I have a funny feeling he'll bring a great spirit to the side anyway mm. and I think just think I just think that the backs coaching needs to be just upped a bit and get us trying to get their own our own players with the ball and a runner yeah no. and indeed you know you speak about it he hasn't been good for Clare he hasn't been so good for Munster Rugby as he's bringing the semi-final uh, to right, Dublin a, a you know event. so it, mm. what's good for one doesn't always work out for the other Pet thanks a lot Brendan uh, thanks to your contribution tonight and that concludes our sports and show here today on Scarif Bay Community Radio on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM we hope you enjoyed our show here uh, from this from the studio thanks always, as a, once again thanks to Brendan and thanks to Pet thanks to our men in the control tower uh, Jim Collins without him we wouldn't have a show and all that remains is Smidley O'Dial uh, for sports on Scarif Bay Community Radio until we meet again later on this evening from Scarif Community College uh, for our All-Star Awards, it's Bannock Day, August Long.